Grace be unto you in peace, peace from God our Father and, and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, amen. God willing and weather permitting, something special is going to happen in the 1030 service this morning. Twelve adults will be received into membership, communicant membership here at St. Paul. And counting their children, that means 23 new members will be joining St. Paul Lutheran Congregation. It's something that makes our hearts and our voices rejoice, knowing that through the Word of God, we share the same confession of faith, and through Christ Jesus, we share the same confident hope of heaven. So after the sermon, they'll stand before the Lord's altar, They'll confess their faith. They'll promise their undying loyalty to Jesus, and then they will receive Holy Communion with our members. And it all has to do with Jesus, doesn't it? And that's why in the second lesson that we heard from the letter to the Hebrews, we all need an encouragement, whether we've been members for years here at St. Paul or whether... We're joining today. And the encouragement that we want to take with us today is this. Keep your focus, keep your attention, keep your thoughts fixed on Christ. Even though we're in the midst of winter, in just a few weeks, summer sports will begin practicing. Particularly, I think of Major League Baseball. And one of the fundamentals of baseball is this. You need to concentrate keeping your eye on the ball. If you don't keep your concentration on the ball, you'll miss it whether you're swinging a bat or putting up your glove. Well, that's what was happening to the Hebrew Christians to whom this letter was originally sent in, in the first century. No, they weren't taking their eyes off the ball. But they were taking their focus away and their attention away from Jesus. And they were in danger of missing heaven. Now, what caused them to do that? Well, they had seen that the Roman government was beginning to persecute Christians. They had seen fellow Christians having their property and possessions confiscated, Christians in jail, and, and the dark clouds of death were on the horizon. And since the Roman government was, in a sense, leaving other groups alone, like the Jews in the synagogue, they were tempted to think, well, why don't we go back there? We'll be safer. Why, after all, Moses, he was God's great Old Testament prophet, for God's Old Testament people, what would be wrong going there? And we know what would be wrong with going there. They thought to themselves that what difference does it make in God's eyes if we're worshiping in a synagogue or we're worshiping in a gathering of Christians? So the main point of the letter was this was to help those Hebrew Christians to see Jesus 
as their Savior from sin. And yes, he was far greater than Moses, because Moses is only prophet in the house of God, the Old Testament church, you could say. But Jesus is the one who built the house. Upon him, the Christian church was built. And so he was far greater than Moses, far greater than all the Old Testament sacrifices, and far greater than the priest who had offered up those sacrifices. In fact, in this letter, in this reading from Hebrews, we hear that Jesus is our great apostle and our great high priest. What does that mean? Well, the word apostle means one who is sent. Just as Jesus sent his apostles on a mission to preach the good news of our redemption, God the Father sent Jesus on a mission to accomplish our redemption. And we know how he did that. As our great high priest, he was able to offer up the only sacrifice that could pay for sins. And then he rose to prove that he accomplished our redemption. And all of that was explained at the end of chapter 2, just prior to that second reading from chapter 3. After explaining how Jesus became one of us, and how he suffered and died to destroy death for us, then chapter 3 begins with these words. Therefore, therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Do you see the point? Only holding on to Jesus by faith are we members of God's house, the Holy Christian Church. Only by holding on to Jesus does God count us as holy in his sight as his sons and daughters. Only by holding on to Jesus will you and I go to heaven when we die. That's the confident hope in which we glory. Yes, it's all about Jesus and what he did to save us. And that's why each and every day we need that encouragement. Keep your focus on him. Now, we may not be tempted to abandon Christianity because we're undergoing some terrible persecution by a government, but that day may come. And yet, even though we may not be persecuted for our faith, there may be other things in our lives that can distract our eyes, our focus, our hearts away from Jesus. For example... Maybe our eyes and our hearts are filled with fear because maybe we're facing some terminal illness or maybe the prospect of surgery or maybe we might lose our job or even worse, we might lose our home. But that's not the time to take your focus off of Jesus That's the time to fix your thoughts on Jesus, the one who said to us, fear not, for I am with you. 
Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And sometimes our our eyes might be filled with, with tears of sadness. And our heart is filled with sorrow. Because maybe... Maybe we suffered a loss in a relationship, a broken one. Or maybe we haven't seen our loved one for months because they're in the nursing home and they're not allowing visits. Or maybe a loved one has died. When our hearts are filled with that sorrow and our eyes filled with tears of sadness, that's the time to fix your thoughts, your attention on Jesus because he is the one who says, Even though the mountains may be shaken and fall into the heart of the sea, my love for you, it will never be shaken. Or maybe our eyes are filled with tears of shame and embarrassment because of some sin that we committed. Or maybe our hearts are hurting because someone that we love really hurt us and we want to get revenge. Those things are going on in our heart. That's the time to fix our thoughts on Jesus and find great comfort in hearing him say, Son, daughter, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. And then when we are holding that grudge in our heart against the one who hurt me, that's the time to focus on the words of our Savior that he shared to his apostle when he wrote, Forgive one another as God in Christ Jesus forgave you. Or maybe on the other end of the spectrum, maybe our eyes are filled with pride and we're throwing out our chest because of all the good that we do and we hope that others notice it. In fact, we're so good that if anyone deserved eternal life by the things he does, then surely I do Well, that's the time especially to turn and focus your attention on Jesus who who died on the cross for those sins. Yes, even the sin of pride. And then we need to join with Paul in his confession about all the good things he thought he was doing to please God when he said this, I consider all those things that I was doing rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ Jesus. Or maybe the busyness and the activities of life have so grabbed our attention that we're losing our love, our desire, regularly to hear and to study God's Word. Then we're in danger Then we need to focus our attention on Jesus and remember what he said, that only through his gospel message and word and sacrament does he strengthen and keep us in the faith. Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard in the word of Christ. Yes, keep your focus, your attention on Jesus, our great apostle and high priest. And isn't that what joining a Christian congregation like St. Paul is all about? It's all about encouraging one another 
not only to hold on to the true confession about Christ, but to share that confession with others. And you know that confession. The true confession of Christ is that he is the almighty Son of God and he is the only Savior from sin. Therefore, therefore, holy brothers and sisters in Christ who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus. Amen. Please stand. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus.